Hi, welcome to the Architecture in the Den podcast with me, Lisa Rains, uh, founder and architect from Pride Road Architects, the um, architectural franchise business. Um, so today um, I'm going to be looking back at some chats that I've had with um, the rest, uh, the people in my uh, team. So I'll be sort of putting together clips from oh, IT people, uh, CRM, SEO, um, and you'll start to understand what the difference is between them all and uh, what they do. And hopefully it should give you some insights if you're thinking of setting up your own business, um, things to look out for, how to set up a practice. Uh, so listen and enjoy. So hi, I'm with Darren Gibbon. Um, he is our IT guru. Um, Darren, do you want to just introduce yourself? Yeah, yeah. My name is Darren Gibbons. Um, I work for DFG Technology. Uh, we do uh, we we provide support and uh, consultancy services to to small small business, so business to business consulting. Uh, everything from you know email email setup, data backup, security, etc. Everything that a small business needs in today's uh, remote working society, I guess nowadays. <laughs> and, and how long have we been working together for? Oh. <laughs> um uh, that is a good question because uh, it was back in the lee uh, the, the reigns architects at times wasn't it so uh before pride road so it must be four five years plus i think yeah more. definitely plus 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 yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> so um i think when you're a new business i know i know i really really struggled to kind of understand the difference between it yeah um and seo and web yeah and then mailings and marketing yeah. and then CRM systems. Yeah. <laughs> We've had many conversations about this when we started up. We've so. had many conversations about that and, and also about how we link it all together, if you remember. We had a <laughs> very long meeting, I think, in a, in a Cafe Nero or something like that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, if, if you were talking, if there were people out there who were maybe thinking about setting up their own business, yep. um, you know, can you explain the difference between kind of IT, web, SEO? Yeah, I mean, you know, if people are setting up their own businesses, you know, it's, it's important to look at the IT because um, I can't imagine there's many businesses these days that don't rely on IT, you know. Mm -hmm. um, I've seen it in, in, in my career where, you know, even bigger companies, they seem to, you know, not spend as much money as you should do, you know, on, on IT. Uh, and it will cause them, you know, it cause them more pain and so on in, in, in the long run. So to be able to set up a good platform for, for, for a business is, is important. Um, you know, starting off with, with email, um, I mean, there's the big players, you know, um, there's Office 365, which we used and we migrated away from because you wanted to go to, to Google, you know. Um, either one of those are great are great for, 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 for a new business starting off, um, especially because of the other tools that you can get with them. Um, I know that, that you're, you're, you're Google, uh, Lisa, but I, I'm a bit more of a Microsoft man, I'm afraid. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I'm, but I don't need to be biased, you know. So. So it's that, um, um, you know, uh, I, I see a lot of smaller businesses these days, like simple things um, like um, not registering, you know, maybe using Hotmail accounts instead of their business name, for instance, 
So I know yours is prideroad.co.uk. You know, that's a really easy thing to register a domain name um, and, and get someone like, you know, m myself to help out to register that, um, you know, uh, get it set up within an email uh, and actually start receiving emails as, as the identity of your business. So that that's good. Um, backups is another one. Uh, I think people always forget about backups or just put, you know, files on their machines and so on and so forth. Uh, mm -hmm. and, and maybe don't back it up. Um, and then um, everyone's probably got a story about when they had a problem. And well, then... yesterday was a really good example with yeah. the road. Um, so, you know, bearing in mind, we've got quite a, a sort of a large team. We've, we've, we've got sort of Adam who looks after the web and the SEO. Yeah. We've got David who looks after social media. Uh, we've got Chris who does the CRM and Darren who sets up the systems. Yeah. We had the franchise site went down. Yeah. And the <laughs> franchise site went down and I panicked a bit. Because like <laughs> I don't like it when it's down. Yeah, so the first thing that you do is like, you know, you talk to anyone who's vaguely techie and go, oh, it's gone down. And then it was like, uh, and then Darren went, right, I'm on yeah. it. Yeah. So, so what, what happened? What did we do? Uh, <laughs> we, we had to restore, there were some files that were missing for some reason, which we're still looking into, but you know, this happens sometimes. Um, and um, because we've got um, backups on that, we, we just restored those files from the backups, previous night's backups. Hmm. And then, and then the site was back up and running again, tested yeah, so, it. So how long was it down for? Probably. It was probably two hours, hours I think. Two, three oh. hours. Maybe, oh, yeah, yeah, but, yeah, two, three hours. But you know, it takes time for a little bit of investigation there, and so you know, it, it's not always two, three hours. Two, three hours when things go down, you know what I mean? Yeah. Five minutes. Yeah. But, I mean, I, I constantly get um, emails coming through saying, you know, don't forget to renew your fast host domain. Yeah, do we that. need to do that. <laughs> the Rains Architecture one I've case. Just done it. I just yeah. Done it. Oh, you just done it. yeah, yeah. <laughs> And and it's about just keeping track of who of what's going. It's so easy to forget. You think, oh, I can handle everything. Yeah, and and, and going on about things like subscriptions and things. Uh, you know, it's not easy if you don't if you if you're not in IT, I guess, and don't know. You know, for instance, you know, um, you mentioned the SEO, uh, mm -hmm. which is search engine optimization for web. You know, web searches, specifically Google, really these days. Um, you know, um, and one of one of the one of the sort of I guess rules that that, that Google puts in place for that is SSL certificates, mm -hmm. and um, we have to renew them every year. And we've only we've re recently just done it in the last couple of months for mm -hmm. uh, Pride Road and Pride Road franchise. What, what, what is it? What's an SSL? It it it, it uh, basically um, it, it it secures the uh, uh, the communications between the web browser and your machine and and the website. Mm -hmm. And it's also an indication that the website is, um, you know, a safe site to go on as well. Okay. So um, unlike any of these, uh, you know, these, these, these links that you can get in emails sometimes and take you to websites that, are, you know, try and, and uh, you know, put, put, put malicious code on your machine and so on and so forth. Um, so it's, so it's, it's, it's a bit of a safety net for, you know, to, to, to prove, not always, but, you know, uh, to, to try and go towards proving it's a safe site. Um, mm -hmm. You know, that, that brings me on to as well, you know, antivirus is another one that maybe people don't do, or even if they've got Macs as well, you know, think they can not, you know, not have it, but you know, there's a lot more people, you know, I know, so I know you've got one, I've got one as well. Um, yeah, I think we need to have another look at that. <laughs> yeah, 
but you know there's a lot more people using apple mac these days uh so you know more people use a device more people will write malicious code and so on and try and try and try and get around it so antivirus yeah. is another important one that, yeah. you know, that you need to have on your your you know your computer yeah. and you know antivirus with with firewalls as well when yeah. you know for, for especially for laptops and so on so yeah. and you and you might so you manage the hosting of um the websites yes yeah yeah that's right but what does that mean uh basically we come up to the layperson what, <laughs> yeah. is, what is web hosting we're hosting it we just basically provide a platform where uh the website sits and runs from you know um yeah. so um you know we, we obviously maintain that put the ssl certificates on that uh and, uh, and, and and as part of that service, it's backed up as well, just in case there's any issues like yesterday. Um, then then what we do is we give access to your um, SEO and your web developer as well. And they'll take care of actually the content on the site and actually put the content on the site. Um, so, so we just provide, you know, the platform for, for a, a home for it, if you like. I think that's the best mm. thing to, to say. Yes, yes. And we had issues last year about speed of the site. Yes. So what was well, I can't remember what that was about. Yeah, wasn't the hosting in overseas or something? Uh, yeah, it was a million places. Yeah. So we moved the hosting to a UK hosted uh, provider uh, because the one we were using, uh, I'm not going to mention names, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> the one we were using, uh, although the website was in the UK, uh, the traffic was being routed through Germany, I seem to remember. Mm. Uh, and, it, and it was causing us some problems. And as well, going back to search engine optim optimization, that's one thing that Google looks for, um, you know, is, is the speed of your site as well. And that's where you appear in the rankings as well. So, so the, you know, these things needed to be sorted out. So, you know, the web developer got in, got in touch with us and asked us about it. And so we moved off. We actually moved all of the websites we host to, mm. uh, uh, to, to this other platform for, for to provide them um, the similar, mm. you know, speed increases for, 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 for the other clients as well. Yeah, as a, as a small business, um, I, I think it's really easy to under, underestimate how much you actually spend on IT. I mean, that's yeah. really surprised me. Like, yeah. Setting up my business, I had no idea that how, how, how dependent we are on IT yeah. Um, and how much we spend on it, whether it's, you know, the email accounts, the web hosting, yeah. uh, the maintenance of the website, yeah. um, you know, all the different bits of software that you need to, to, to buy to run everything from your CRM and your booking systems and your yeah. campaigns, um, social media. It's, um, well, it, it, it even goes back down to the hardware as well that you have to buy. So the laptop, Absolutely. all of that, you yeah. know, and, 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 and I guess, it, you know, you, you've obviously got um, other CAD software and stuff like that that you need. Yeah, to I mean, we're, we're quite unique. Um, the way that our business works, um, because it's, um, um, it's a very simplified model, yeah. we, um, we don't carry CAD software on our computers. We yeah. kind of, we we do the hand drawings and then use a team of um, sort of technicians to actually do the CAD drawings. Mm -hmm. So that that's brilliant because it's less time consuming for us. But also we don't have to carry the soft the, the the software like yeah. AutoCAD or Revit or BIM or 
or you know 3d what's it doodars <laughs> and we don't have to have the machines yeah yeah to carry so you could you know operate off a off a chromebook which no is... i I've, I've seen that because we did, did done some work for a structural engineer and company up in manchester and they have the you know the autodesk the revit all of that you know all of that software mm -hmm. and um yeah some of the machines are quite specced out you know have to be for, for, for that yeah. kind of thing so. yeah so i've just got i mean i i've got a little macbook air and yeah. i like it because it's light um small and, and and i like to be able just to carry my computer around with me just to take to clients yeah, yeah. and i'm also on a iphone mobile phone yeah 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 iphone um i've just got the 11 actually um and i'm actually thinking of investing in an apple watch are you I've have got you got one one of these <laughs> yes so how do, right we're still on we're still recording huh? i know we are yeah how do you find your apple watch uh, i think it's brilliant i love it i love it um it does everything I need it to do. So it's, 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 you know, it does my health stats that I yeah. quite like. I can do yeah. my steps. Um, you know, yeah. I got this last year, so this is the four, not the five, but I don't mm. think there's an awful lot for it. Is it think, are you on 4G? Is it a 4G one? Uh, yes. Yeah. So, um, so, uh, yeah, I think it's brilliant because it works well with my iPhone. Um, yeah. you know, we, we, we in IT, you know, especially, I mean, things like two factor authentication is brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that's when you log into a website and um, previously like banks do it via a text message, which isn't mm. necessarily the best, but like um, you can, you can, you know, the, the authenticator on here is literally a login on my computer and it pops up yeah. my watch and says approve, click yeah. on it, done. You know, it, it, it's lots of things like that. Um, yeah. I'm just finding my phone's just getting more and more distracting. And yeah, yeah. Thinking having a watch, hopefully, it's a little bit more subtle. <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of, um, I tend to like on my phone. I turn off the um, notifications for emails because I get that many a day, and you know, I get like I, I run to my phone from the other side of the kitchen, and like, <laughs> oh, got an email. Oh, it's uh, Amazon trying to sell me something. Or something. Yeah. You know what I, mean? I, I think we've kind of gone a bit off topic, but <laughs> yeah, no, no, sorry. right. Um, uh, let's bring this to a close. So thanks very much, Darren, for joining us. Um, okay. As you can see, Darren <laughs> knows everything about tech. And <laughs> if there's any, <laughs> any technical issues. So now we understand the fundamentals of IT. The next thing to do is to set up the website and look at your SEO. So Adam Pritchard has helped us with this and um, here's a chat with him. So I'm just with Adam. Um, Adam looks after our main website um, and uh, Adam kind of joined us right in the beginning and explained kind of like the importance of SEO. So Adam, first of all, do you want to introduce yourself? Hi everyone, um, I'm Adam Pritchard, so I run a company called ShopIt and um, I've got probably 15 years of experience in digital marketing and such like, which is what I've been helping the team at Road with over the last few years. So. Great, so you helped us set up the original website. Now, um, when a franchisee comes on board, um, can you just explain how you get involved? Yeah, so um, there is a bit of training that we do with them because successful 
SEO, successful digital marketing, is really a combination between like an agency provider such as myself and, um, and the actual core business people. So um, in order to achieve the results that we have done with, with Pride Road, um, content is absolutely huge and vital. Um, you have to let the world know via the website what the business is all about. And obviously that comes from those, those members of staff. So we go through a period with every new franchisee of doing a certain amount of training with them. Many of them haven't written website content before. Um, many of them are a little bit scared by the empty page that's, that's presented in front of them. So we've got a structure and a process um, and we spend quite a few hours with them working through some example articles of, that have been done before. And these could be blog posts or they could be case studies or they could be opinion pieces or what have you. But we work through them in a very structured manner to say, this is what your titles should look like. This is what your content should look like. These are the kind of questions from our research that you need to be answering. answering. And so far, so good. It's been great. All the, all the franchisees have taken to it brilliantly and so it's helped us get their results. So. I, I know the biggest fear from people, um, from architects, when they want to set up their own practice mm. is that they don't have any images of their own to put on the website. Mm. Um, how, how do we get around that? I mean, there, are, there, are, there is stock imagery available, obviously. Um, uh, yourself, Lisa, and, the, and the, the group have got a whole pile of imagery um, that can be used variously across the things. I mean, when the, when the franchisee first comes on, the, the biggest thing that they struggle with is the case studies. Obviously, they've not got any yet. So we put them on a plan of writing content about how they feel about domestic architecture, um, a little bit about their own background as well. Um, other industry topics, um, we've done some brilliant articles on kitchen types, on increasing light in premises. There's so much to talk about with domestic architecture that um, all the projects and ideas that people have got, um, all the inspiration you get off Pinterest and places like that. Um, there's so much that Pride Road needs to talk about. Um, it's a nice, comfortable place for people to start. And certainly for that, when it comes to imagery, like I say, we've got a huge um, stockpile of stuff that can be used. So that's normally not too much for a challenge, hopefully. And um, what's the difference between a website and, say, having a page on Facebook? What, what would you say is the most... Different important? audiences. Different audiences, really. So, um, if, I mean, Facebook's huge, obviously. It's a very social environment. Um, it's a wonderful place for people to be asking all those little questions. Um, and obviously the Pride Road team are very good at getting in those conversations and opening themselves up to new conversations. But in the same breath, people still massively use um, Google for, for all their various search terms, whether it's using Google um, by the voice um, or just typing it in. But they, there's still something like 72 trillion searches a year, something like that. And people will still look for how to increase light in my home or um, you know, how to extend into the garden. Um, all these different questions that they have that are probably a bit more form, uh, formulaic, a bit more structured questions that they'll ask Google. And that's where we need the website to appear um, well. Then when they're actually looking for the service provider as well, they will normally go to Google because they know that they're going to see 10, 20, 30 companies that can provide the services. Facebook's less of an environment for that. Facebook's normally around reading a bit of interesting conversation, being inspired with a new idea to get them into that initial sales funnel. Um, 
before they then start seriously thinking about it and start going to different places like Google to do their research. So Facebook has a very important um, position to, to inspire and the ideas and get people thinking about it. Okay. So um, what is SEO? Because if, if you're setting up a new practice, you, you just get thrown all these new terms that you don't necessarily know about. So what is SEO? So SEO in, in its simplest form is making sure that you rank as high on Google as possible for terms that relate to your business. Google's very particular about making those results that come up on search engines as relevant as possible. So if someone wanted, you know, if we wanted to try and target uh, Architect Manchester, how would we go about it? So it's, it's quite literally making the website as relevant to that search term as possible, making it clear to Google as a search engine, as a computer, that you are an architect's practice and that you um, operate in the Manchester region. Um, we've done that successfully for that term, Architect Manchester. We've done it successfully for places like Blackburn as well and, and Bournemouth have taken on the new franchisee as well. That There are um, regional um, targeting that we do for that. But then you've got to look at the variations of that. So people will look for residential architect Manchester, or they will look for local architect Manchester, or they will look for, um, do I need planning permission for my property? And because of the, the locality of Pride Road, if the, sorry, the locality of the user, if they're based in Manchester, Google always tries to return results that are local to the region as well. Mm. So it's, it's all about understanding what Google demands. Um, and if I can compare that to Facebook, Facebook's a very different scenario. Um, it's all about engagement. It's all about um, attracting a group of people who like your content, who share your content, who follow your page. So it's far more, it's a bit more like networking where you have to turn up with your content, with your ideas and actually talk to people on Facebook mm -hmm. and put that content out in front of them and have other people share that content for you. So it can be harder work. Obviously there's advertising you can do that's very targeted on both platforms. But Google is really, it's less about, less about your engagement, less about how many people click your uh, website already, and more about how intrinsically good quality your website is from a technical point of view and from a content point of view. Is it possible to cheat with the Google and do Google AdWords? Um, okay, so there's two questions there really. So <laughs> Google AdWords is, um, is a brilliant way to circumvent the time delay. So when you start a website, when you launch a website, it can take anywhere, depending on what terms you're going for. If you're going for the term car insurance or in our case architects, it takes a long, long time for Google to trust you, long, long time for the website to build up the necessary amount of content, um, given that there are already people out there that Google trusts. So during that time, and it can take anything from three months at the very shortest, sometimes to a couple of years to get there. But once it's done, it's done. And it's classed as free traffic effectively. What AdWords is very good for is circumventing that process and trying to buy that traffic instantly. You can set up a campaign today and be live in front of your target audience by this afternoon, but it might cost you 10, 20, 30, 40, 200, 500 pounds a month to do so. I think I've been offered uh, uh, sort of. Um targeting the term architects Manchester by other agencies and they've charged like like ten thousand pounds or yeah. something crazy yeah. that is because they know they're putting that price in front of, of clients like you because they know um how important that 
term is that it's searched for every day and you want to be coming up and it just so happens you're up there already so um but adwords is a very quick way so if we're launching into a new territory for example if we're going into hull or glasgow or um st albans or what have you we might start off with a bit of adwords for the short term to try and get the uh, the brand out there there's certainly not meant to be a connection you know there's google have never stated publicly um and even some of the biggest seo people and adwords people are loath to declare a direct relationship that if you spend x amount on your adwords then it means you're automatically going to start coming up in the organic listings as well um that would be far too easy to manipulate and only ever the richest people would would uh, you know come up on the top 10 results and we proved that's not necessarily the case mm. so um I know. I, I remember early doors when I set up uh, Rain's Architecture back yeah. in 2010, and um, I just used a, a WYSIWYG website, um, built web, web builder Weebly. It was WYSIWYG, what you see is what you get. Yes. And so for me, it was brilliant because it was just dead easy to use um, and I could build it. It was you had a very strict frame that you had to use. Um, but because I was just putting content and content and content really quickly, I was on the first page of Google for Manchester Architects. Yeah. And it was just so funny because <laughs> I think all the other Manchester Architects just looked around and went, oh, oops, <laughs> I, think we, I think we missed a trick. Well, I've, I've worked with so many different businesses and content is the hardest thing going. Mm -hmm. um, I've worked with solicitors, I've worked with e-commerce businesses, I've worked with all sorts of different companies. Um, and content is literally the hardest thing to do. People are off doing their day job and they haven't got time to write content, which is self-negating because it's writing content that's gonna bring the business in over the next few years. And to be okay. fair, you got us off to a great head start with the amount of content that you wrote initially. Yeah. Um, especially given the fact that architects do not sit around writing content when they really need to be, should do. And Pride Row, what we love to work with you is that you do come forward with a lot of content um, as the franchisees come on board, that just accelerates even further. Yeah. Um, and you become the go-to website for Google to put yeah. up there. Yeah. Google wants to see that, you know, do the you, ones that never answers. Do you remember off the top of your head how many pages we've got at the moment? No. <laughs> on the spot. <laughs> I want to I kind of say 400-ish or 350, 400. I'm not totally sure. It might not be that <laughs> Somebody will check on this, I'm sure. But certainly yeah. where it's come from, yeah. Um, has dramatically increased. I'm still always pushing you guys for more and more as well. I still yeah. think there's loads more that we can can be writing. Yeah. But the stuff that we got, I mean, the, the traffic figures speak for themselves. I mean, in the last 12 months, the organic traffic alone, so ignoring Facebook and AdWords and all the paid stuff, that's gone up something like 80%. So, mm. um, and that's just from sitting down and writing articles and case studies and mm. opinion pieces on stuff that... You sit around and talk about so get it down on paper and it's going to help us so so, so once uh, a franchisee has kind of gone through the onboarding process and has written what, what 10 pieces of content for you how how do you stay involved with them throughout so the con yeah so content's not the be all end all it is a huge area of it but google needs to technically be able to see the website. And we've done a lot of the work on that in terms of its speed, in terms of its accessibility code-wise and all the stuff that we wouldn't expect franchisees to get involved in. But then we have to, to review that content and tune it mm. towards the phrases that people want to be seeing, 
towards an experience that people want to be seeing. So yesterday I worked on um, uh, three of your case studies that you put forward. Mm -hmm. Thank you very much. And we started linking it. So we started saying, um, uh, it's common sense really, but it was talking about a detached house um, in, I think it was Didsbury or mm. Edinburgh, um, in Manchester. And we started linking off to other relevant content around your website yep. and also around the internet. Because Google wants to see that the yep. user can come in read a piece of content yep. that can be encouraged for their brain to go off on a tangent and read about other detached houses mm. or what other projects you've done that have involved bifold doors or mm. all this kind of stuff and see that it's all related. You end up building that little mini internet of related pages. Mm. But hopefully the end game is that the user doesn't come to your website for a minute, reads an article and leaves, but they come to your website for a minute, read the article, they click a link about another article they would spend two minutes reading that one. Then they click another article and they start to see that Pride Road are answering a lot of the questions and thoughts in their mind. And then when they go off and they come back again in two weeks time, they recognize your brand. Um, there's a little cookie dropped as well, technically to, to help your website come up as well. They might see an advert, they might see a Facebook post and they start to trust you because you've answered three of their questions that they had on that first visit. And it's all about that. And Google wants to see that. Who mm. wants to see that you are the company that's answering their questions because then they'll put you forward again. They'll nominate you to answer the next question. That's what it's all about. Brilliant. That's the work that we have to go through. So, cool. so um, lastly, if you were an architect who kind of thought, mm, maybe Pride Road's not for me, I'm going to set up my own practice, what advice would you give to them around... Um, uh, around websites and Google rankings. So, um, I mean, you've got to you've got to technically start off properly. You, you mentioned Weebly before, which was great in terms of its ability to, to have content produced, but it's not great from a technical point of view. Um, they there you'll see agencies and SEO people talk about platforms like Wix and Weebly and Squarespace and all that that are very good and shiny when you, you sit there writing content, but it doesn't do anything else. It's like having um, a wonderful car in the driveway, but it's actually got no petrol in and no keys available kind of thing. You can't really go anywhere with it. So you've got to set up technically properly. Mm. Um, but then as I'd refer them back to kind of your, um, your frame of reference, really. You know, 10 years ago, you started writing content. You started getting out of your, your experienced brain all of the topics and ideas and thoughts we picked that up and magnified it even greater. The, the franchisees have done the same, but you've really got to, you've got to start writing content that answers people's questions. And then you, you'll be off and running. You'll be in the pack. You know, you won't necessarily be first like we are at the moment, but you will be competitive and start, you know, picking up things. And then it's content that you can share on Facebook and Twitter and all these other places. So it, it has multiple uses. How much money? Would, should you be spending on on websites and google and seo it depends i mean it's a service-led industry so it depends on the person that you're dealing with mm -hmm. if they want to to be paid you know to earn a wage of 25 grand a year then they'll have a, an hourly rate accordingly if they want to earn 75 grand a year they'll have an hourly rate accordingly it's the same with any other business that doesn't necessarily reflect their quality Mm -hmm. I know some people who have um, left the company, gone solo. I did the same. And their rates start off 
lower, but they're actually incredibly good at their job. It depends how, I suppose, capitalist those people want to be and how much they want to grow as a company as to whether their rates go up. Yeah. Can only be no, no, I think the question is what sort of amount of your kind of business spend and overhead should be on? Oh, right. Okay. Well, um, okay. It <laughs> nowadays, no, it, become, it then becomes a percentage. So, um, okay. I mean, now in COVID times, you know just how important your website is for getting in front of people, all your online consultations that you're doing. Without the website, you'd be nowhere near you are, where you are now. So, there you're looking at probably anywhere between 10 and 20% of the business. Um, but when you get out there doing networking events and you can balance that a little bit, then it might, the percentage might come down a little bit, but nothing less than 5% of a, of a hundred grand business. So five grand a year, you should at least be spending of a hundred grand business. You should be at least spending. But I'd say if you're starting out, if you're a brand new business into this, you need to be investing two, three, four grand in your website spending one or two grand at least on your the initial seo but then as content gets developed more you need to be spending more and more and more I, I, you're absolutely right i think um i i underestimated at the outset how how much money the internet and websites costed yeah. um and it is such huge um yeah, it's a huge expense. And, and what I will say on that is SEO, Facebook ads, Twitter ads, things like that, um, are relatively cost effective. It sounds like a big chunk of money. Mm. But as mm. long as you're putting out the right content on Facebook and you're advertising mm. it on Facebook, if mm. you're getting the, it all comes back to the leads. If you're getting the leads coming in, you don't mind spending 50 quid or 200 pounds or what have you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if your website's crap, if your content's crap, or if you're targeting the wrong people at the wrong time, you know, it's it's just going to be a waste of money, really. Yeah. So it all comes back to that ROI, really. So I, I like that. Yeah. Well, thank you very much, Adam. That's been very okay. informative. Um, and uh, I'll be putting this on a podcast. Um, and if you're listening on a podcast, please um, subscribe, download, click, like, whatever you do. <laughs> Engage, 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 comments.